It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I've got to go straight to this guy. Last week, we kept him hanging for about 20 minutes. Then when we got to him, his phone dropped out. Lightning Luke King, good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Morning, boys. Good to, good to finally be back and, and good, to, good to have you back, Buse. It's been, been a while since I've, uh, I've spoken to you. Yeah, it's good to have you on, mate. I'm glad you were able to be on hold for the last seven days. Fantastic. And Steve has yeah. finally got you. Mate, I do want to say this. What about the performance last uh, week? Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen in the NASCAR. He's been invited back again. Uh, and one of the other boys, uh, what's his name? You'll tell me. That's the one. He will also be heading over and competing in the street race. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I'm glad you brought that up, Bruce, because um, I, um, I really wanted to talk about that. I don't think it's probably got um, enough coverage. It's um, what what Shane went and did was was won the the very first you know street race that NASCAR has ever had, and and has really put supercars on the map over there. Um, obviously, Marcus Ambrose, who was our um, 2004 Viet Supercar champion, uh, went over there and had quite a long career in in NASCAR, but um, it took Marcus a lot longer to win a race than, than what it did with Shane. So yeah, Shane's uh, Shane's definitely shown his stuff, and um, and it's kind of you know Bro- Brody Kostecki w- has had some links to NASCAR there in the past, um, which is um, has sort of helped him get there. But I think Shane opening that door up and um, showing the talent pool that Australia's got is um, is pretty good. It's, it's good for all of us in in the sport, and um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing both those boys go toe to toe at uh, the Indy Road Course. There's actually, if you go to YouTube, there's some fantastic videos of Shane Van Gisbergen actually walking the track prior to the race with the owner. Uh, I know you do that yourself, yep. like your reconnaissance mission as much as you can. Uh, I know you also this morning you want to talk about Danny Rick back in the Red Bull and uh, in Hungary this weekend. They had practice last night, but first, mate. Your race in Townsville in the Porsche Carrera Cup. You've pushed into the top 10 for the first time this season. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's, um, it's, uh, it's certainly been a tough year starting at the, the Grand Prix and, and then Darwin. You know, a couple of tracks that I have not been to before. Um, and we're, as we've discussed in the past, we're probably one of the only guys that are stepping up into that level of car, whereas a lot of the, the supercar guys are, I suppose, stepping sideways into, into Carrera Cup. So um, I think it's, it's been a big learning curve for me to try and get up to speed and just the, the maturity of the, the teams and the drivers that are in that Porsche Carrera Cup category are, are second to none. So the, the competition level is extremely high and... You know, at the start of the season, I sort of said if, if we could ever you know get into a top ten, um, you know midway through, we'd be pretty happy with with that. Um, and that that progression has has you know sort of kept on going since the start of the season. So um, you know I'd, I'd like to start my race weekends a, a bit faster so that we don't have to fight our way up through through the field and through some of those risky situations that you get in fighting in the mid pack. But um, the speed is, is coming by the end of the weekend. We just need to try and speed up that learning process and uh, 
yeah, hopefully the next round at the Bend, um, we can we can start a bit faster, which uh, which means we'll uh, end the weekend further up than we started. Hey, by the way, I should just clarify, Danny Rick back with Alpha Tori. Butes, mm. next question. Yeah, Luke, I just want to ask you, and it's a really simple question, basic one. What is your favourite track to, to race at? Um, I, I would say any, anything that's a street circuit, mate. Um, I, I think the, the common answer for everyone in Australia is just to go straight to Bathurst, and, and yep. Bathurst is very much that, that special place. Um, but for me, it's the, the atmosphere of a, of a street circuit, and whether that's a place like, like Homebush or Gold Coast, Townsville, where we've just been. Um, you know, Gold Coast is kind of my bucket list circuit. Um, so anything that's, uh, that's got the walls nice and close and uh, you've got that party atmosphere around it, I'm, uh, I'm all about it. So hopefully one day I'll get to, to race at Monaco or, or Macau. Oh. You never know. Well, Monaco at the moment is where Nicola McDermott slash Oloschlagers has been in the high jump, and she won overnight mm, in the Diamond cool. League. Butte? Yeah, yeah, fantastic. She's killing it again. Uh, mate, just on Daniel Ricciardo, great to see him back in the F1, uh, Alpha Tori team. Um, what are your thoughts on that, and what are your expectations for him for the remainder of the season? Yeah, it's it's a tough one, Butte. I mean, it's definitely a, a challenge for him to come in halfway through the year to what probably the worst car on the grid um you know there's a lot of people throwing around different opinions on on where he's going to be at and i don't think we're really going to get a good read on it until he's he's had some time in the car um i would expect him to be quick like he he seems to have his mojo back from all the interviews that that i've watched he seems happy and and like back to the danny rick of of old and obviously um christian horner which is I feel it's uncharacteristic of Red Bull to throw an arm around someone, but they seem to have worked out a way to throw their arm around the, the most popular F1 driver in the, in the last decade and, and, you know, bring him back. So it's a huge story for, for Formula One. You know, it's, it's really good for, for Red Bull, and they, they certainly look like the good guys bringing Danny Rick back. Um, I think th- this weekend's probably one of the toughest weekends in terms of G-loads and that sort of thing um, that'll be going through the driver. You don't get much of a break at, at Hungary, so um, his fitness will be put to the test this weekend. Um, but the team's, the team's pretty much said that he, he seems up to spec, and from that Red Bull tyre test that he did a couple of weeks ago, he, he impressed everyone. So, um, you know, Yuki Sonoda, his uh, Japanese teammates, not to be sort of uh, un- underrated, he's been in that seat for, for three years and knows the team very well. So um, I've got all the faith in, in Danny. Um, my, my good friend uh, and ex-supercar driver, Jesse Dixon, and I were, were watching the, the broadcast late last night. And um, when we saw Perez um, put it into the fence, we were, uh, yeah, just discussing how much uh, pressure is in that Red Bull camp at the moment. And, and um, yeah, the, the possibility of, of Danny making it back as Max's teammate eventually so uh, it'll be it's, it's certainly going to be the, the storyline I think of, of 2023 and, and leading into 2024 as to what happens mm. with all those Red Bull teams. Yeah Luke, Gary Birkinshaw here mate, how are you? Mate, uh, Oscar Good Piastri mate. mate probably should have got his first podium at Silverstone have you, have you seen his development? Yeah, I, Oscar's um, yeah extremely in, impressive. Um, yeah, we were sort of commenting on that last night as well, saying that you know his debut into Formula One is probably more impressive and at a higher level than what Danny Rick was when he when he first came in. So um, 
one of the things that I've heard is that um, Oscar's performance now is actually starting to, to push Lando Norris's performance up. And I think Lando is highly regarded as, as you know, one of the best guys on the grid, like a, a Max Verstappen or, or a Lewis Hamilton type figure. And um, for Oscar to be pushing that guy within the first half of his season is extremely impressive. And, and McLaren actually asked Oscar to kind of back off Lando during that British Grand Prix to, to give him a bit of breathing room. And Oscar's on the radio sort of going, why? Like, do I, do I really need to? Um, so, you know, he's, he's got a lot of talent in, in the bank. And I'm sure once that McLaren team sort their car out for, for some of the... the I suppose the, the lower downforce circuit, um, he, he should be really quick. Hey, Luke, I noticed that Sergio Perez, you, you would have watched last night during the practice. I think he's hit the barriers in the first five minutes, but also I noticed today some of the headlines that Red Bull are kind of arguing against cheating allegations. Can you elaborate on that? Um, yeah, so the, the Perez stuff last night, we were just sitting there on the couch, um, you know, watching the broadcast as, as you would, and all of a sudden Sergio on his first flying lap um, has dropped the wheel on the exit of uh, Turn 5. So basically um, has either just not been quite in tune with the car or has lost a bit of concentration and put half a wheel off onto the grass at one of the fastest uh, corners on the circuit. And, yeah, it spun off into the barrier. So the, the look on Christian Horner's face and the, the video cut straight to Dr. Helmut Marco, who is the, the head of all the, the driving and the, the, the Red Bull program, um, were not impressed. So it's, um, it was very sort of timely that Danny Rick was sort of making his return out of the pit lane as Perez was putting it into the fence. Um, I just... <laughs> it was... The, well, one of the jokes we had last night was Danny Rick was uh, the second highest performing Red Bull driver last night behind Max Verstappen because Yuki, um, Dan's new teammate, sort of uh, had a bit of an off and damaged the car as well. So, um, yeah, it's a very interesting scenario to see what's, what's happening there. And um, I'm sure that Red Bull will get that car sorted. But, um, yeah, it was it was very timely the way that it all happened. Um in, in regard to the to the technical stuff, I um, I haven't I haven't seen too much on it. I'm I'm not sure whether that's in regard to the cost cap um, seating from from last year that they were pulled up on, or um, but I, I haven't seen too much of that in, in from the broadcast last night. Hey, uh, Butes was just like Mr Miyagi, throwing his hands around here. Have you got something else to add before we go to our next break? Play on, mate. Play on. Good goal, uh, I just saw. Well, well I, 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 uh, I just wanted to, to give a shout out to uh, a couple of young lads playing in the the under nines and the under elevens um, down at Plume Park today. Archie and uh, Sonny Watson, the uh, the two the two sons and Mariners juniors of uh, my um, PT, uh, Greg Watson, who owns Alpha Strength and Physique on the on the coast there. So. Uh, Shout out to, to the boys. Uh, hopefully they, they win their games today. And, and shout out to their mum, uh, Jess, who, uh, who's an absolute legend and uh, keeps that whole family and, and the business running. <laughs> yeah, good on you. Lightning well Luke King. The king of plugs. Ching, ching. Uh, I tell you, <laughs> how, the best. how awesome is his analysis? <laughs> oh, fantastic. He, he could travel the world doing, nah. doing commentary for motorsport, no doubt about it. Great to have you back on the show, mate, and take care. Thanks, steve See you, boys.